Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. They say it's in your blood, a game that can't be won only played a love affair it satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect the greatest game ever played golf it's real and this is real golf radio with brian taylor and bob casper son of legendary golfer billy casper talking golf with you for more than two decades and now here's brian and bob thank you very much and welcome into this week's edition of real golf radio i'm brian taylor alongside as always bob casper thanks so much for joining us at real golf is our x handle you can also find us realgolfradio.com and search real golf radio where your favorite podcasts are found we got a big show for you jeff babino and ryan karchner who's the director of golf development for reef capital partners with projects like black desert resort and the marcella club in deer valley park city uh, they will join us to talk about the pga merchandise show in orlando plus in the back nine hour number two we'll welcome in america's favorite caddy who's bringing along a guest this week so we'll look forward to an extended fun conversation with the caddies as it will be this week on the show hey there and uh, thanks for being with us so much to talk about the pga tour and the west coast swing playing the farmers insurance open and how about this bob knowing that the afc and the nfc championship games are all slated for sunday afternoon yeah. pga tour said let's start wednesday finish saturday and avoid that whole thing yeah and they do um you know when you when you talk about the ratings and everything Professional football is going to pull away from the PGA Tour, so the PGA Tour decides to make that move, which they've done before many times, and uh, here we are, PGA Tour finishing on Saturday. Yeah, I, you know, I'm okay with it. You know, in some ways you could say, hey, quit being so afraid of the other sports. Your audience will stick with you. In this case, I think that's exactly the wrong, that would be the wrong move because right. of the huge popularity, especially coming down to these two championship games, winners moving on to the Super Bowl. I think it's a good move by the PGA Tour finish on Saturday. I don't think that takes away from the event whatsoever. In fact, there's Not been some, you know, we had some interesting discussions on the show and, uh, and, and some other venues around maybe it's time to 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 reimagine just a little Shake bit it up yeah about yep. about how these events happen maybe maybe saturday sunday finish isn't exactly what golf has to stick with the lpga tour i misspoke last week they do have this event this week the drive-on championship nelly corda lydia co who won last week battling it out there in orlando the bradenton area and uh, we have the youngest winner ever in tour history on the corn ferry tour so there is a lot going on not to mention the huge news at the american express last week with the first amateur to win on the pga tour since phil mickelson in 1991 we're going to tackle it all 
football. We're just getting started. Stay tuned. This is Real Golf Radio. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avens, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Hi, my name is Alani. A little thing I like about the spicy deluxe sandwich is that you taste the crunch, you taste the pepper jack cheese melting, and you taste the spicy flavors in the sandwich. I'm telling you 10 out of 10. Hi, my name's Enrique. A little thing I love about Chick-fil-A's spicy deluxe sandwich is you get that rich flavor of the chicken and definitely that nice, tangy, warm bite. It's the perfect harmony of spiciness and taste. Order the spicy deluxe sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real guests paid for their testimonials. This report is sponsored by IBM. Oil and gas companies are constantly adapting to a rapidly changing landscape. IBM's Institute for Business Value surveyed 2,000 executives in 25 countries for the Digital Energy Company of the Future study. What they learned is that price volatility, aging infrastructure, and more are in a balancing act with increased customer expectations and disrupted ecosystems. Phil Spring, IBM Consulting Energy and Resources Leader. For these companies, this is about transitioning to a future of low-carbon energy and products. But it is also about value and profit, as well as purpose. So of the companies that we surveyed, what we refer to as visionary vanguards, they are taking transformative action. They're using digital technologies and data, and they're integrating sustainability into their investment cases to help transform to the digital energy company of the future. If oil and gas companies stay focused on implementing data-based decision-making, embedding AI and automation in the business, and aligning sustainability goals with digital transformation, they will be on their way to becoming the digital energy companies of the future. To learn more, visit ibm.com IBV. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge. Now, let's hear what your dog has to say. As a dog, I think Progressive's auto pet policy is... Oh, what is that? That's just my tail. (laughs) Weird. Anyway, Progressive protects... There it is again. See? This is why I need protection. I'm so distracted. Nope, that is still my tail. Progressive Auto Insurance covers pets for up to $1,000 in a car accident at no extra charge. And we think your dog would say that's great, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Not available in all states. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here. You're listening to Real Golf Radio at Real Golf on X. RealGolfRadio.com is where you can find us or search Real Golf Radio, where your favorite podcasts are found. Flagship station 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah. So good to be with you. PGA Championship Week, full slate of PGA Tour events going on. And uh, let, let's get right to it, right? We got the farmers going on, but uh, let, let's take a week back. Nick Dunlap, Bob, the first amateur to win on the PGA Tour since Phil Mickelson back in 1991, gets it done, shoots 60 on Saturday, 
And then in the final group, he's playing with Sam Burns, Justin Thomas. This is not some sort of like oh, yeah. event that doesn't have the top players. These are, these are look, you got major championship winners. You got Ryder Cuppers. You've got President's Cuppers. These guys are all right there battling it out with uh, a guy that's 20 years old playing at the University of Alabama as a sophomore. And yes, he is the reigning U.S. Amateur champion. Yes, he won the U.S. Junior Amateur. You know who the last one to do both of those? Tiger Woods. So yeah, that, there's there's some great comparisons. But for him to go down the stretch, what did you think of that? And then having to make that par, the up and down that he made on the last hole. You know, he teed off 18 with what we looked like a two shot lead, ended up only being a one shot lead, and yet he still was able to get it up and down, make par, preserve the one shot lead and the victory and the spoils that all went with it. I, I man, I was impressed with them what clutch that was exciting to watch last week it was exciting to watch that you know that five six footer on that last hole knocked it right in the middle I think his caddy it was kind of interesting his caddy was uh was calling him out before the putt um and uh kind of being a little bit negative to him because he understood that that's how he kind of that pressure how he alleviates that and and can thrive on it and then he knocked it right in the middle and he said if he wouldn't have made the putt guess what he'd been playing in a collegiate event in three weeks but he ended up making the putt and uh and then he had a big huge choice to make go to the PGA Tour or go back to school, finish out school, and then come back to the PGA Tour. So it was kind of interesting that he decided to go away from the farmers, go back home, talk to his coach, talk to his parents and his family, also talk to his to his teammates, and, uh, and he made the choice to turn pro. He called it the hardest, easiest decision I've ever had to make by far, unquote. I, I think that's a pretty great way to pick uh, to put it, but he called the fact that he had uh, the golden ticket – uh, which it yeah. really is. Now, let, let's just set this up, okay? Look, he's 20 years old. He's in the middle of his right. sophomore season. And as he put it, he's this is a lifelong dream to make it on the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. But this dream came at him a little quicker than he expected. And all of a sudden, he had a putt to accomplish that dream at just 20 years old as a sophomore, and he makes it. And then right. all of it piles on, and he had another exemption, as you pointed out, to play in the Farmers. And he withdraws from that very, very graciously, appreciative, but needed to go home and just get away from it and, and think a little bit because he wasn't quite sure that he was ready for his life to change right now. Now, I, I get it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on the same boat as all of you all as you're listening to this. But think about it from the standpoint you're, you're cruising along, and all of a sudden, something happens that completely changes your life. You're going to be out on tour. You're going to you're going to be done with your teammates. You're going to be done with your go- with your coach. You're going to be leaving your parents behind, your girlfriend, whatever you've got going on. What everything that is familiar to you suddenly changes. So if you can at least take the human element of that into consideration, you can appreciate that he had a decision to make. Now. Set all of that aside. And by the way, that's endearing to me. I like it because it's not yeah. just I need the money. And what we've been talking about for the last two plus years in professional golf seems to be all about the money. Now, interestingly money, enough, money, money. Yep. Bill Mickelson, yep. when this happened to him back in 1991, said the very thing that was opposite of what he said in going and helping start live is that it's not about the money. He doesn't play it for that. He plays for the prestige. And right now he's honing his game and getting his degree. And he feels like it's best for him to stay in college. That's what he said back in 1991, a little bit of a different story a couple of years ago. Nevertheless, uh, he, he, that's what Nick Dunlap decided to do. Finally, he came out 
and he accepted. Now, this is what he was giving up. As a reigning U.S. Amateur champ, he already had automatic exemptions into the Masters, the U.S. Open, and the Open Championship. Yeah. So when he turns professional, but uh, uh, so that that's what he had going for him. When he mm-hmm. made that putt, he didn't win any money because he was an amateur starting the event. He couldn't claim the FedEx Cup points and, unless he turned professional. So for him to turn professional, here's what he here's what he gets. He gets to accept those FedEx Cup points. He becomes an official member of the PGA Tour. He's now qualified for all of the signature events for the rest of this year. He's qualified, has a PGA Tour card for all of 2024, 5, and 6. And he adds the PGA Championship to his major championship um, uh, exemptions. He loses his amateur exemption going into the Masters, but picks up another exemption to the Masters for being a Tour winner for this year. And the only thing he essentially misses out on is his automatic exemption into the Open Championship because right. the USGA allows you to still have your exemption into the US Open even if you do turn professional. So all of that was ahead of him, not to mention I can't even imagine what kind of endorsement opportunities that yeah. he has you know, right off the bat. So did he miss out on a million and a half for the winner's check no. last week? No. He did, but... I think the prestige of being the first amateur in 30-plus years to do what yep. he did is going to pay far more than what that first-place check would have paid at American Express. So with all that said, right. any, any, do you have any, would you have chosen any differently than he did, Bob? I, I wouldn't have chosen any differently. I definitely would have. You know, he's come all that way, like you said, U.S. junior amateur, U.S. amateur champion, um, and – He's the first guy since Tiger Woods to win on the PGA Tour as the reigning U.S. Amateur Champion. So, um, also, uh, first to win on a sponsor's exemption since Martin Laird in 2020. Um, And he missed the cut in his previous three PGA Tour starts. The 22 U.S. Open, the 23 U.S. Open, and uh, Bermuda in 2023. So, he's figured something out. And uh, and he's playing some phenomenal golf. He made the correct choice. Now he's set himself up. And he's got three years. He's got signature events. He's gone from number 4,000 in the world in official world golf rankings all the way to number 68, the largest move that's ever been. And uh, And here he is. He's got a tiger by the tail, and he's got the opportunity to set himself up for the rest of the life of his life if he continues to work as hard as he's been working right now. Yeah, it's just too much was on the there was too much on a platter there served up by what he was able to accomplish. You jump on it, you take advantage and you see where it goes. We have so much more to get to. We're going to talk a little PGA merchandise show. Jeff Babino joins us. Coming up next, you're listening to Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 
800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738 That's 800-278-1738. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. It's Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you, and uh, we're going to go out to Florida. The PGA Merchandise Show, as we mentioned, going on this week. Jeff Babineau's veteran golf journalist. He's covered a lot from major championships to, well, PGA Merchandise Show, and he was writing this week for uh, the PGA of America, covering all their note sections, and so he's got a little bit of he knows a little bit of everything is the way I'm going to kind of couch that on what happened this week at the PGA show. Jeff, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Good. Glad to hear from you. Appreciate you taking a few minutes. So as we were just before we came on the air, you were mentioning that it the show was good. Felt like it was kind of back after the, the lull from COVID. Yeah, I mean, I think there was a lot of good energy at the show. Yeah, I've been going to that show trying to figure it out 30 plus years, I think, and Um, And so, you know, there's a lot of sameness to it sometimes, but I didn't feel that this year. I feel like there's just a good energy to it. You know, it's kind of fresh and people are, they aren't looking over their shoulder anymore with COVID, it seems, you know, like the talking to travel people, travel is back and equipment sales are up and rounds are up and simulators are filling the need for a lot of people up north in the tough climates. You guys might have a little snow on the ground. I'm sure you guys are working on the simulator. Uh, so it's just, you know, 
it's it's dizzying almost. It's crazy all that's going on in golf. So um, how about those that had attended the show as far as the manufacturers and that kind of thing? Were they, were they all there? Was it the same complement as far as the manufacturers were concerned? They weren't. I don't think they were all there. Um, it, so it wasn't like the, the old days when you had, you know, TaylorMade building out a, an entire kind of city to itself, things like that. I mean, Titleist was there in a big presence. Um, I think some companies are just trying to find out ways to spend their dollars. I mean, it's, it's an expensive proposition to go to the show, but you know, where else are you going to get in front of 30,000, uh, industry professionals as they do at the, at the show here. So, um, but, but the ones, you know, everyone was there in some matter, some form, uh, and you know, new products, always, always people trumping new products, but, but to me, the advances in tech and the simulators and, and all that stuff, the lasers, I mean, it's just, it's amazing where we're going with tech. And, and you know, the words AI are used a lot around the show these days. So, uh, you know, an, an old card like me gets a little lost on something like that. <laughs> but, I mean, just the, the advances are just amazing what's happening in golf. Jeff Babineau joining us, been covering the PGA show this week. I got to tell you, I uh, not being there, and we've been there. We gosh, we, Bob probably went. Bob and I went probably what ten or eleven straight years. But yeah. um, it's it's always fun to see the the main guys that are there, but then also the fringes and some of the new technology. But from the pictures that I saw, that Callaway Chrome Tour Sphere, which would look like a little mini version of the the new Vegas Sphere, that that was kind of a yeah. cool. I, I did you get a chance to go yeah. look at that? Not, not, I didn't get down there as much as I probably should have done the equipment. And I was kind of doing a lot of tech stuff and, and, you know, fill my time there doing stuff on their, the industry stage. Um, but yeah, no, it's amazing. It's, um, you know, the PTA show, you know, John Linder, the PTA president told a great story. He played college golf with a guy and, and the guy showed up one year there at the same hotel years ago at the show. This guy had two little fold out tables. He put out two pair of pants, two shirts, a couple pair of shorts just to show to some people walking by. And it was John Ashworth. And from huh. that little humble beginning, the old Ashworth brand was born and it kind of came full circle this year. Cause Ashworth was back at the show, you know, under a new ownership group. I think John Ashworth, I believe now is with, linked soul but um this it's dreamers right it's all these little guys and gizmos and and who knows i mean i was there the year that the big bertha was introduced <laughs> and back then you didn't see this stuff all fall and know it was coming it was just a complete surprise when this thing showed up and that was a huge hit for callaway so you know it, it's the dreamers and it's the big guys and it's the whole mix but it's the one place where the industry gets under one roof, lots of meetings, lots of talk. And uh, I just think it's a, it's too much a good time for golf. So I heard a report that this is the first time that there has been over 30,000 PGA professionals. And I thought that was an amazing stat. Um, Pretty crazy yeah. that, that the PGA of America has that many PGA professionals in the game right now that is flourishing. 
Yeah, that was um, that was a big talk at the show. I mean, that was a big point for the PGA of America that they have eclipsed that three thirty thousand number. Um, you know, in the past years, we always talk about the PGA representing twenty eight thousand uh, golf professionals around the country and and um, twenty nine thousand, but we didn't get to that thirty thousand number. So that was a big talking point, and you know, that's through. I mean, you have. PGA professionals now that are at your top golfs and, you know, drive shacks. And, you know, there for a time, there was a lot of those guys at, at Dick's and places like this. So I think there's a lot of new entry points to get a club in people's hands. And now the, uh, you know, the PGA of America needs to figure out how you get those people from a top golf out onto a green grass course. Um, Tom Watson was there. He had a great little program called Watson Links where he finds mentors like you and me. They'll go out and take a young kid who's not a total beginner, has some basics, and play nine holes of golf and kind of be a mentor. And and it goes as no charge to the junior or to the mentor. And I just thought that that seemed like a great program, great way to, you know, a lot of you, you can get a golf club in a lot of beginners' hands but getting them out to a golf course now with how busy the courses are and the, the barrier of cost, it's a big challenge. So I kind of really, that was one program I heard and really liked. I love that. Jeff Babineau joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So we have talked a lot over the last couple of years about professional golf and the way that uh, professional golf is going with the live tour and money and unprecedented purses and guaranteed contracts and all these kind of things. So when you take all of that or step aside from all of that and talk about the PGA of America running the business side of golf, you know, what, how would you kind of couch what you heard, the comments, the interviews, the meetings that you, that you were around? How would you assess the, the business end of golf? Has it, has it also kind of, I don't know, if paralleled what we've seen on tour or where is the status of the, the professional no, game? I- Fortunately, it hasn't paralleled what we've seen on tour. Because I, you know, I think at the highest level right now, we look across golf and we see some chaos. Yeah. Um, but I think the business itself is in a very good spot. I mean, I I spent time yesterday talking to a lot of folks from uh, tourism Ireland. They're not even talking about 2024. They're talking about 2025 because in 2026 they're booked out. I mean these. People are traveling. People are spending. People aren't aren't afraid to, to stay in their you know cocooned at home anymore. They want these experiences and these great experiences. And you know, it sounds like prices across the board are up to travel and play golf. I mean, that's still a, a big barrier in our game. But people, a lot of people are paying it. A lot of people are getting out there. I mean, you, it was hard to find a tee time in Orlando this week with all these pros in time. I mean, people are playing a lot of golf so you know it sounds like the rounds and the game and and so many things are very healthy and the game at the top has a lot of chaos going on so i i think you know it it helps all of us it certainly will help the game the quicker we can kind of come to rest and, and have something that we know is concrete at the top so jeff just kind of looking out at your you know crystal ball or taking in from what you've seen this week. What's the new horizon? What is the, 
what you mentioned AI, you mentioned tech, you mentioned lasers yeah. and 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 simulators. What is that kind of the new horizon? Is that where things are going? Uh, that we're going to start seeing the most advancements in? I think it is really. I mean, just the tech. I mean, the tech that's coming to golf. Uh, you know, the AI. There's there's a Korean company there. I think Golf VX. I spoke to them. It was first time in the states. They're they're an established company in Korea. Um, they do simulators. They had a moving plate you stand on where if you and I put Pebble Beach into the simulator, we're hitting shots at Pebble Beach, but we're also, there's nine motors in this foot plate we're standing on, and we're getting the same lies we would get on Pebble wow. Beach. I mean, that's that's how they're drilling down to things. There's um, there was a mapping company now where they used to map, you know, in 10-meter grids. They're now in one-meter grids. And you get, so you get these realistic simulators and, you know, I mean, looking again at Korea, they play mini tour events or, or really professional tour events with purses in simulators with, um, you know, fans in the stands watching this. So it's, you look at that and you look at the, the TGL league that was supposed to start up that's coming. So you're seeing kind of, I think golf, the outdoor game, we all know mesh with this new indoor game and, I think it brings a lot of new people in, right? It brings in a lot of gamers, things like that. So it's, um, you know, it's a time where a lot of people are, are touching golf uh, and not, not really in the traditional way that you and I would think so much, but they are getting involved in golf. And can you, you know, transfer those people over to a, go- a green grass golf course? Mm. You know, Jeff, uh, you know, Brian mentioned that we've been there. We were there like 12 years in a row. We've been there quite a few times. You, you've been there, um, 30 continuous or more um, times to the merchandise show. I can remember walking through there where it was shoulder to shoulder and you had to turn sideways to get down the aisles and stuff like that. Um, right. Was it well attended this year? Yes. Uh, so that was the kind of, the kind of a feel that half the reason you have to walk around people because they're staring down at their telephone. So uh, we got to get rid of that. But um yeah, it was. It had that kind of feel. I, you know, again, the president John Lindard, who's, who's from Lansing uh, Country Club in Michigan, was talking about a lot of times you'd go to a show and half of the show would be kind of packed, maybe the equipment side or something like that, and then the other half of the show would be very quiet, right? Quiet booths. You didn't have that. There was traffic wall to wall in there. From you know, you went down. There was a pickleball section, a racket sports this year. And, and Rick Barry, the you know the eighty-year-old former NBA great, Sherry Steinauer, who won eight times on the LPGA, they're out there playing pickleball, and you're like, why? Why is this at the PGA show? <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of people at their facilities are turning their tennis courts into pickleball courts, and you know, utilizing, giving their members something else to do, and it's very popular, growing fast. So that's the next wave. Uh, so it's just amazing all the the many areas of golf you don't even think of that you kind of see when you're walking the aisles and um and it's interesting to me then they have the forums and people talk the business of golf and you know if you're kind of sheltered if you're up in the northeast this time of year and it's cold and your your club's kind of quiet i think it's kind of just great to go out spark some ideas spark some enthusiasm and kind of get ready for the season 
Hey, Jeff, before we let you go, and uh, thanks for the uh, inside information on the PGA show. Sounds like it was a real, uh, real successful event this year, which is great to hear. It's great for the game, certainly, when that happens. Uh, your thoughts real quick before we let you go on uh, the, what took place last week with Nick Dunlap as an amateur winning on the PGA Tour wow. and finally making the decision to turn professional after taking some time to visit with his coach and his yeah. family. I mean, you got to applaud him, but he, to me, it was a no-brainer decision given yeah, what was uh, in front of him, huh? I think he said it was the, was it the hardest, the easiest decision he made yeah. or the easiest, hard decision, one or the other. Right. Hardest, it, easiest. It wasn't much of a decision. I mean, there's just too much. Too many positive things on his plate. You know, I, I heard Colt Nose put it really good. He said, you know, don't you go to college to get a great job? Well, <laughs> that's what this kid did. In, in a you know, weekend at the American Express, he, he got a great job. So he's into these huge events. Um, it's so hard to get out there. And, you know, they're making it a little bit easier now for some of these college kids with PGA Tour University, stuff like that. But it's hard to get out there and get a card. Some guys don't. You know, these can't miss kids sometimes miss. And uh, the fact he has all this status, he's got three years of runway ahead of him. He's in the majors. Uh, he's got, you know, he can do deals off the course. He's going to make a lot of money on the course and he's elevated event. I didn't see any decision there. So, you know, it's probably tough to have to leave your team and your school that abruptly. But, you know, it's a pretty good problem to have when you're, winning on the PGA Tour at his age, and, and his future looks very bright. Yeah, no doubt about it. Jeff, thanks so much, man. Uh, good stuff happening in Bradenton there, uh, not far from you as well, with uh, Nelly and Excellent. Lydia Co. battling it out. Should be a good weekend for the ladies as well. But thanks so much for your time, and uh, we'll chat with you real soon. You got it. Thank you, guys. You got it. Thanks, Jeff, Jeff. Babineau joining us here, a little PGA Merchandise Show Insight. Always love talking golf with Bab. Stay tuned. More of the show coming up next. By now, you've heard about Black Desert Resort in St. George. You've seen the picturesque photos of the Tom Weisskopf Design Championship Golf Course. You've heard that the PGA and LPGA Tours are coming to Black Desert. You've probably heard there's going to be a water park and other things. You've heard right. But did you know that you can own a piece of Black Desert Resort? Go to blackdesertresort.com and sign up to learn about exclusive real estate opportunities available right now. The interest and demand has been enormous, and Phase 1 is nearly sold out. As an owner, you'll enjoy discounted and priority tea times, discounts on spa treatments, dining, shopping, and more. And when you're not staying at Black Desert, you can put your unit in the resort rental program, which will provide rental income for you. Year-round family fun awaits at Black Desert Resort. Don't miss out. Sign up today to learn more at blackdesertresort.com. That's blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort, unlike anything you've experienced before. To beat the best, or to beat your best, it takes a standard most aren't used to. Like perfecting our seamless aero design for ultra-consistent flight, innovating new processes to create a hyper-fast soft core, using advanced materials to make a ball feel like nothing before. When your standards for performance are high, play the ball that sets them even higher. Introducing Chrome Tour, the new gold standard. Hi, this is Brian Taylor for my friends at Hoops Vision. As with any health procedure, you want to make sure you're going to get the best care with the best science, technology, and experience, especially when it comes to your eyes. 
I went through the decision-making process about getting LASIK surgery 13 years ago. I was tired of contacts and glasses, but I worried about having surgery. I went to Hoops Vision, and they walked me through a free consultation that put all my worries to bed. I appreciated the professional manner in which they interacted with me. I felt confident in their vast experience and the fact that they had the best technology. And I knew that if the best golfers in the state trusted their eyes to hoops, so could I. 13 years later, it was still the best decision I ever made. I personally recommend Hoops Vision and want you to have the same great experience I did. Sign up for your free consultation at hoopsvision.com. Mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure. That's Hoops Vision and HoopsVision.com. Hear that? That's the sound of 1.5% cash back on every purchase you make with the Agility Cash Visa credit card from Zions Bank. Whether at the grocery store, the dog groomer, or your favorite bistro, the Agility Cash card gives you 1.5% cash back every time, everywhere. For the card that pays, Zions Bank is for you. Apply today at ZionsBank.com agility. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See a banker for details. A division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC. To Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. Thanks to Jeff Babineau who joined us. Been covering the PGA show all week. And a man that's been attending the PGA show this week is a member of the PGA of America. He's held several different positions within the Utah section and is currently the director of golf development for Reef Capital Partners, which has projects that include Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah, as well as Marcella Club, the new Tiger Woods, featuring the new Tiger Woods golf course design uh, in Deer Valley Park City area in Utah. Ryan Karstner joining us right now. Karch, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you boys doing? Good. So how was the week back at the show? I mean, for all accounts, and Bob and I have spent, you know, 10, 12 years there, you know, throughout our, our show, and uh, there were times when it was booming. There were times when it felt like it was getting a little stale. But from all reports and accounts that we've heard, this one was pretty happening. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was definitely different, different this year. So this was my, I think this was my 18th year going there. Uh, would be in a row if it wasn't for COVID. They called it for one year, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a little bit more. You know, um, they filled the hall all the way this time, and it's you know they've they've cut off one hall a couple times here and there and stuff. Uh, you know, they, they've missed out on a couple big vendors uh, like Terramid wasn't there, Travis Matthew was only there with ladies' clothes. You know, of course, Nike wasn't there, so it's it were it had it still had a uh, the busy feel to it though. And I would say, like I said, they filled they filled all the way to the end that time from. From front to back at the indoor range and stuff, so definitely uh, kind of the old buzz that it used to have back in the day. I would say. So That's you said, awesome. sorry, Bob, real quick. You said, of course, Nike wasn't there. What? I know you're a Nike athlete. What? Is, what do you mean by, of course, Nike wasn't there? <laughs> well, they made some big changes in their in, in their business right now. Uh, you know, with the Tiger and all the stuff up there. They're kind of. Just, I think they're just regrouping. You know, I know they've reestablished here in Utah with the new rep, which we didn't have for a while and stuff. So I think they hit a reset button with that company and. Uh, um, they just uh, yeah, took a year off down there. Actually, they have been there for a couple of years, but uh, I would expect them to kind of re, re, you know, plug in there again and get there. It's such an important part if you want to reconnect, if you want to connect with the pros and get get things going again. They got to do that, I'd say for sure. How about the the big buzz and announcement? Thirty thousand now of you guys, the the guys that are the PGA professionals in the game of golf. 
Yeah, isn't that awesome? And finally, you know, the golf, when, when I first got into golf, and there was lines and lines of guys signing up for PGA, trying to get their PGA, you know, schooling and that sort of thing kind of going. There was hard, it's hard to get a job, that sort of thing. And so we kind of got a little stagnant there for a few years and stuff, not having as many people signing up for not only the PGA program, but the PG, uh, the P, the professional management uh, college uh, uh, courses at some of the colleges that they offer and stuff. Everybody kind of slowed down. And we, I think, I think we've kind of started to pick up just a little bit. You know, I, I got out of the days of the kids that want to do what I did as an assistant pro, you know, go, you know, work the figures to the bone, you know, go doing 50 hours a week and getting paid, you know, $8 an hour or that sort of thing. So, you know, it's, uh, but we finally, I think it's kind of have turned it, the, the golf in general is just doing so awesome right now. And, and uh, we're starting to see it with PGF of America, of course, with people getting a little geared up again to get uh, more excited about golf. Hey, how big of a deal is it that Jared Barnes is in his position? You know, I you know he's a guy you've known for a long time from the Utah section, and he's, uh, what, the secretary now for uh, the PGA of America nationally? So, yes. So he's running for secretary, yeah. Mm. So, and and thanks, thanks for mentioning that. That's actually, it's a really, really big deal for us in the Utah section, PGA, and us pros. You know, we've been talking about this back when I was even the president of our section here. We've just, you know, we've never had anybody even run for this opportunity. And what it is is it's, an, it's a national election. Uh, just like here in Utah, we have, a, we have a, an election for our secretary. Secretary, you do secretary two years, vice president two years, president two years, outgoing president for two years. So it's an eight-year term commitment you're going to give to leadership in our area. And to do that on a national level, it's the same commitment. It's eight years, but it's kind of a lifetime sentence, to tell you the truth. But we've never had anybody even run for it. So if Barnsley gets this and he actually can do it, so he's gonna he's basically campaigning like a like an election, just like just like uh, Trump and, and and Biden will be doing. He's going to be he's going to be going trying to talk to all the pros around the nation, trying to get elected. You know, and if he does, he'll serve again two years secretary, two years vice president, two years as the president, and he'll be the guy that hands the, the Ryder Cup trophy to the winning team. If that's the case, so it's it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, that is a big deal. That's amazing. Yeah, that's so, amazing. And he can totally do it. He really is. He's he's very tuned up. He's very plugged in. And all of us are kind of all hands on deck that are kind of been in, the, in you know plugged in, in in golf in general and just trying to call all of our friends around the country and just see if we can't get him in that spot. So it'd be awesome. So as a PGA professional and you understanding the game and everything that goes along with it as and and as a director um, of golf, so to speak. Um, what are some of the things that you saw at this year's merchandise show that really kind of stood out to you or you went, wow? Yeah, you know, one thing that you could definitely, there's two things that I noticed right away when I first went walked, walked the floor the first time. The first one was, it used to be just Easy Go, uh, Club Car, and Yamaha. And then you'd have a couple of accessory companies and that sort of thing. I could not believe how many other cart uh, companies were there. For one thing, and they're just kind of new startups, honestly. There's, I can't even tell your brand names to them. They're just kind of random. You know, everyone's trying to do the custom cart thing. They usually we used to see them in Palm Springs and stuff. And now everybody's got a, you know, a gated community that allows carts to get to the golf course. And you know, sometimes they let them on the cart of the course or not. But uh, man, and then you know, um, a few more of those, um, like golf bike kind of, you know, just just different ways to get around the golf course. I even saw an individual rider four wheeler four-seater like a like a golf cart condensed cut, cut in half or just the driver oh you know? so it's going to be it's going to be really interesting really interesting to see and, and quite frankly i think something like that would really work it's kind of just you know if you had a hundred hundred uh cart uh fleet and you just get maybe 70 regular carts and 30 of those or something like that or 
maybe four of those to kind of make up for it. But it's going to be interesting to see where that goes with that. So I, I, I saw there was just a lot of that. And then there's a ton of fitness stuff. Uh, you know, everybody, you know, like the TPI certified stuff and then supplement and you know, everybody's trying to try to get healthy and stuff like that, where, you know, golf and golf kind of got into that with Tiger and that sort of thing. But boy, could you see it this year at the PJ show? Everybody's trying to get you to try their sports drink as you're walking around. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Ryan Carson <laughs> joining us from the PJ, just came back from the PGA show. So uh, the two things you mentioned, one fitness and one how to ride around the golf course. I love it. I mean, you got to, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be sitting, yeah, exactly. you're gonna be sitting in the golf cart, then you got to work on your fitness somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No walking. No, I, there was plenty of walking carts too, but yeah, no, I didn't, but there was no golf board or anything like that, but there was plenty of other ways to get around that course. It was so funny. They had some pretty, I don't know, some, some golf carts that looked like they, they, you know, there was one that is at least four feet to get into it because it was so lifted up and stuff. It's oh, wow. Huge four foot tires and stuff like that. So yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting. A lot of stuff you, know, you want to cruise in your neighborhood and see like that. So well, it's pretty cool. Well, you think so. about that, Karch. I mean, with the, the electric vehicle is such a big deal right now, right? The electric motors, you're seeing it on everything from little scooters to, you know, bigger scooters and, and you know, mountain bikes and, and everything. So the fact that you, you know, that the one segment of, a, of electric cars really seemed to be the golf carts. And now it ex, it's expanded into so many different categories that it doesn't surprise me that some guys are going, hey, well, why don't we create our own golf cart we already got our little niche with this area why don't we transition our 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 brand and our our look and everything and try to reimagine golf carts that that doesn't surprise me in in the least actually yeah and you actually see it with the big companies too like like easy go easy go has a four seat golf cart everyone looking forward you know and uh, actually promontory just got a few in recently where you can all just ride in one cart for a horse with your bag strapped wow. in the back and stuff, but really? also mm-hmm. around the neighborhood. Yeah. And they can sit those things up to really kind of rip, rip down the street too. So yeah, that was definitely something that, that stood out as, as transportation out there. Another thing was there was definitely some more clothing vendors, more clothing vendors at uh, this one there. And maybe just kind of like it was in the old days. And it was the man, they stretched on forever. Uh, you know, and you saw a couple of them like, like Ashworth had a huge booth and I haven't seen Ashworth at that, that, that size for a long time and they're really trying to make a, a comeback now I think from where they were I think the new company possibly bought the name and are trying to get back to the roots of what that company was and trying to make that one go, that one kind of go as well so so you might see Ashworth kind of making a thing I have to give props out to uh, Michelle uh, Weir my uh, Weir's uh, wife she started a new company called For All and For All um, had such a big splash and you know they had them on the golf channel they had them up on the stage and they got the People's Choice Award at the show and she had trophies all over, all over her, her booth and stuff like that. And she absolutely killed it. She's got a great little product. It's fun. It's new. It's just kind of getting out. But I think you'll start seeing that. We're going to dip into that down at the Black Desert, put, put, you know, have some of that around there. But I think you'll see uh, that, that one coming out and have some really fun stuff, especially just with the Utah ties to it with Michelle. We have you see Michelle Money. Now it's Michelle Weir. So where's his uh, wife? <laughs> That's awesome. So how? You, you mentioned Black Desert. How are things progressing with that and uh, the PGA Tour event, LPGA Tour event um, coming in uh, fall of this year and spring of next year? It's really coming along. You know, if anyone's been down there, you probably haven't been down it the last two weeks. It's been closed. We gave, we gave the course a little bit of a break. That wasn't the only reason we closed it. We had to do some – we're adding a few more tees, uh, working on the course itself, closing some roads and finish paving the ones that we need to and stuff. So there's a lot of maintenance we are trying to get done right now. But it's that, that was really big for us to kind of get where we needed on just the, on just the golf course and the update for that. And then, um, yeah, it's, it's looking great. Uh, we're going to close it again right before the, right before the event. 
but the, the course is playing great. It's in great shape right now. Um, and uh, it was a buzz. I can tell you, uh, you know, coming, you know, being a PGA show, people, it's funny how everyone has seen the Black Desert social media stuff. It's everywhere social media. And I, and everyone I talked to on the back of Black Desert, like, oh, that's the one with the, you know, red cliffs everywhere. And that's sort of thing, the, and the lava rock and stuff. So everybody knows it. And you know, it's gotten a little bit more of a buzz. And I think once the PGA Tour jumps on, gets down there, it's, it's going to blow it up even more. But it's, it's coming along great. You know, they're, the planning's well for it. They hit the panic button at the resort center to try to get that thing ready so the hotel's done and uh, they can put on a good show and have everybody there though. But uh, yeah, that place is going to be under construction for, you know, with houses and everything like that probably about another four or five years. But uh, we'd hope to be really, really be able to put on a good show once it's, once it's uh, ready to go. How about uh, Marcella? What was the, what was the reception or awareness at the show about uh, the new Tiger Woods development, uh, I guess, golf course and the development around Marcella? Yeah, everybody wants some time and wants to know what's going on with that. You know, it's amazing the Tiger buzz with that. And that we knew that was going to be it. was one of the main reasons of, of pulling the big cat in there and have him do this with us. But he, you know, um, it, that's got a ton of buzz. Everyone's asking, you know, how much longer, how much longer, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, we met with those guys. We met with Tiger's team while we were down there at the show. Uh, they're very excited about it. We'll, we'll get Tiger in town here uh, first part of the year as soon as we can get up there and take a look at everything. Um, you know, he's, uh, we, we have, you know, probably, you know, six to eight holes that we're ready for him to sign off on. And if he does, if he likes what he sees when he's in town and he says he doesn't want to change anything, we're going to start irrigation, laying sod, getting going as fast as we possibly can on that. We're, we're really hoping to have most of the majority of the sod laid, uh, by the end of this, uh, end of the summer. Wow. This, once, once it starts snowing again. So if that's the case, uh, if we could do that, it's, it's, we'll be on time. I think we'll be on time. So, but for the golf, for the sales of the, of the memberships, we've sold, we only had 150 memberships left out of the 500. So we're at three, we're at 350 for that. We've kind of hit the pause button because we want to, we were going as fast as we wanted to, as fast as we needed to, and, and maybe a little bit more, but, uh, it's, it's been great. It's, it's so well received. People are so excited about that place up there in Park City and, and a lot of people are, are talking about it. Every time I, I have conversation with anybody, I, I'm kind of getting to be known with that, I guess. But it's uh, I, I tell the story pretty, pretty often. That's awesome. Ryan, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Uh, congrats on all the good success, and thanks for the report from the show. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate the time. You got it. Ryan Carson, Director of Golf Development, Reef Capital Partners, Black Desert Resort, Marcella. A couple of the projects uh, that he is overseeing right now. Check out uh, blackdesertresort.com for more details uh, on that. All right, we got to take a break. More of the show coming up next. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. 
How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Thanks again to Ryan Karcher, Jeff Babineau, who joined us here talking PGA Merchandise Show. Coming up on the back nine, America's favorite caddy. And you know what? He's got he's got a, a friend along. Another caddy. <laughs> it's two caddies, all for the price of one. Coming up on the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Farmers Insurance Open wrapping up on Saturday today. You're going to get a final round Saturday, clearing the way for the AFC and NFC Championships on Sunday. The LPGA playing their drive-on championship Tune in for that one. You've got Nelly Corda in the mix. you got Lydia Ko, who won last week in the mix. And by the way, congrats to uh, the youngest winner in Corn Ferry Tour history. I don't even know exactly how to say his name. But he won in the Bahamas uh, on a very windy, difficult conditions. And, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's pretty cool stuff. The how old was he? 20. Yeah. 20. Yep. Awesome. Yep. He was 20. So, yeah, really cool stuff. Uh, the big story, of course, is Nick Dunlap getting the win at Amex, speaking of 20 year olds uh, and what he was able to do. That's pretty phenomenal stuff. We'll continue talking. Hey, sports fans, this is Andy Dorf. Check out my show, Dorf on Sports, Byline Sunday, each and every Sunday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time on Dorf on Sports on the Sports Byline USA radio network and sportsbyline.com. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
USA News. I'm Corey Myers. According to Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, the economy is strong and should continue to grow in a positive direction. Yellen sat down with ABC News and told Elizabeth Schultz how she sees things. We have an economy that has been growing at a good, healthy pace. Consumers and households feel confident enough about their own personal financial situation and about the economic outlook to be spending in a way that's creating jobs, um, is creating growth, and is providing them with the income to go on doing that. Yellen went on to say there's no obvious reason why the country would enter into a recession. Well, President Joe Biden was busy talking about Bidenomics. Social media was busy having him for lunch over his extended gaffe yesterday at the Earth Rider Brewery in Superior, Wisconsin. Beer brewed here, it is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. Or maybe the teleprompter wasn't working. My professor, uh, well, I won't get into my professor. (laughs) Well, look, my predecessor, though. Biden was there to gain support for his reelection bid. Former President Donald Trump took the stand in his own defense yesterday in Manhattan in the civil defamation trial against him. He was there less than five minutes to defend himself against charges from E. Jean Carroll that he defamed her after she won her civil case against him that he sexually assaulted her. She is seeking $10 million in the case. Closing arguments were expected this morning. This is USA News. Attention small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You could recover up to $26,000 per employee today. And all you have to do is make one short 10-minute call to take your business up a notch or bounce back from these difficult couple of years. Omega Accounting Solutions can help you recover any payroll tax overpayments you made during the pandemic. You may even be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute ERC consultation to determine if you qualify. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. They know their stuff so well that CPAs and payroll companies even turn to Omega for ERC tax guidance. Call 800-300-9ERC. That's 800-300-9ERC. 1-800-300-9ERC or visit OmegaTaxCredit.com. Dave Brown, a varsity tennis coach and his wife have resigned from their jobs after 25 years because the school they coached at is letting boys play girls sports. Brown, who runs the website and podcast Stand Tall, said. And the reason we did is we're just not going to support boys playing girls sports. This is wrong on every level. These are not girls. They're boys saying they're a girl. We have boys in the locker rooms watching girls go through their get ready for practice or a match or a a game. How wrong is that for a girl to have to endure something like that? 
We find out who's taking part in the Super Bowl this weekend. On Sunday first, the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Ravens in the AFC Championship. That one's in Baltimore. Kickoff set for 3 p.m. Eastern from M&T Bank Stadium. In the NFC Championship, the Detroit Lions traveling to the West Coast to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Kickoff there, 6.30 Eastern from Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. King Charles is at a London hospital to undergo surgery for an enlarged prostate. The British monarch was diagnosed last week and wanted to make his diagnosis known so that other men experiencing similar symptoms would be inspired to seek medical attention. Both he and Queen Camilla have stressed that he will be fine. And I'm Corey Myers, USA News. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471-7065. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Well, we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the 10th tee? On to the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the 10th hole. Here's Brian and Bob. Thank you very much and welcome into this week's edition of Real Golf Radio, the back nine, our number two. Ryan Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Had a great hour, number one. Talked a lot of PGA merchandise show. I'll tell you what, there's some things, again, not being there this week, Bob. Seeing some of the stuff that came out of that made me want to be there. Mm-hmm. It actually looked like a oh, really yeah. fun show. Oh, yeah. Here's something that stood out to me. The Callaway Chrome Tour Sphere. <laughs> Golf ball sphere. Did you see that thing? It's like oh, a little. I didn't see it. Oh, you got to look at it on. It's all, I, all over I'm social media. I'm gonna look at it. Absolutely. It sort of is like a mini version of the Vegas Dome, you know that they have going. So they had all this. It was impressive. Super cool. Jason That's Sobel cool. introduced me to a four hundred and fifty dollar pair of jeans. Excuse me. Yeah. He said, these are amazing. And I said, well, what's the word on them? I'm always looking for a good pair of jeans. And somebody else jumped in and said, $450 is the word. And I was like, oh. (laughs) So let me ask you this. If you buy a $450 pair of jeans, can you wear those on the golf course? Is that enough? Or is it just no denim? I don't think so. Okay. 
I also saw a fully customized putter kit. This is literally the putter came with a whole pack of weights, wrenches. You could do all kinds of different things, just lie. I mean, you do everything with it. So basically, you got your putter, you choose what heads you want, and then you get it and you can tinker. Mm. If you like to tinker, there was a there's a tinkering opportunity for you. It's like a dull tinker toy set, you know, back in the day. You got all that you need. That's that's trouble for you. I don't have time for that kind of stuff. I'd rather just buy a new putter. Uh, so, and I thought this was kind of cool. Super Speed Golf is taking on grip size and pressure analysis. So yeah. we always talk about grip pressure, but I thought it was interesting. They they were citing a golf lab study on grip pressure or grip size, I should say, that suggested that 83% of golfers are not using the optimal size grip. How about that? Yeah, and, and also in the professional in the professional players, they have a stronger grip than the amateur players. And even when players hook the ball, it's a stronger grip and fading the ball or the, the younger or maybe not as good of amateur players that slice the ball, their grip is really, really weak. Yeah. It's interesting. There's some correlations there. We're going to get more details on that. Tyler Standiford, who represents super speed golf. He's going to join us to talk about that next week on the show. Sean Toulon with Toulon putters is going to join us next week. So we got lots of stuff still to come, uh, to talk in merchandise and equipment and technology, but, uh, that's going to have to wait to next week. Coming up next, we'll continue talking more about the big stories of the week, the tour events, Nick Dunlap and more. You're listening to real golf radio. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to RipGripPro.com. That's RipGripPro.com. Hi, my name is Alani. A little thing I like about the Spicy Deluxe Sandwich is that you taste the crunch, you taste the pepper jack cheese melting, and you taste the spicy flavors in the sandwich. I'm telling you, 10 out of 10. Hi, my name's Enrique. A little thing I love about Chick-fil-A's Spicy Deluxe Sandwich is you get that rich flavor of the chicken and definitely that nice, tangy, warm bite. It's the perfect harmony of spiciness and taste. Order the Spicy Deluxe Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real guests paid for their testimonials. This report is sponsored by IBM. Oil and gas companies are constantly adapting to a rapidly changing landscape. IBM's Institute for Business Value surveyed 2,000 executives in 25 countries for the Digital Energy Company of the Future study. What they learned is that price volatility, aging infrastructure, and more are in a balancing act with increased customer expectations and disrupted ecosystems. Phil Spring, IBM Consulting Energy and Resources Leader. For these companies, this is about transitioning to a future of low-carbon energy and products. But it is also about value and profit as well as purpose. So of the companies that we surveyed, what we refer to as visionary vanguards, they are taking transformative action. They're using digital technologies and data, and they're integrating sustainability into their investment cases to help transform to the digital energy company of the future. If oil and gas companies stay focused on implementing data-based decision-making, embedding AI and automation in the business, and aligning sustainability goals with digital transformation, they will be on their way to becoming the digital energy companies of the future. To learn more, visit ibm.com ibv. 
Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge. Now, let's see what your dog has to say. As a dog, I think Progressive's auto pet policy is... Oh, what is that? That's just my tail. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, Progressive protects... There it is again. See? This is why I need protection. I'm so distracted. Nope, that is still my tail. Progressive Auto Insurance covers pets for up to $1,000 in a car accident at no extra charge. And we think your dog would say that's great, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Not available in all states. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Welcome back. It's Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Good to have you alongside. This segment brought to you in part by BlackDesertResort.com. By the way, if you want to find out about the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour events that are coming up, you can go to BlackDesertChampionships.com or go to BlackDesertResort.com where you can find out about the new Tom Weiskopf Championship Design Course along with real estate opportunities that are available right now. I've just been spent the week uh, down here and the construction is cruising along. The uh, the the units look so cool. Uh, the the different villages inside the resort center hotel really spectacular. I'm telling you, this is something you're going to want to be a part of, and you can do so right now. BlackDesertResort.com. Fill out your information and uh, find out how you can be a part of it. BlackDesertResort.com. Nick Dunlop, uh, the first amateur to win on the PGA Tour since Phil Mickelson back in 1991 with his win last week at the American Express Championship. Bob, you mentioned it in the first hour. He only jumped 4,061 spots to number 68 (laughs) in the world. That's the largest move in official world golf ranking history, which is pretty amazing. And he, uh, he made the decision to turn professional. Now, this kind of defeated what I wanted to debate on the show this week. I'm happy yeah. that he did it because, in my estimation, it was a no-brainer. But I became a little bit endeared to him in the fact that he had to take a moment to think about it, right? And right. to right. consider his teammate, to consider his family and his coach and, and the commitments that he had made. But at the end of the day, as he called it, there's a golden ticket waiting for him. And he absolutely had to take it. Yeah, no doubt. He, he really did. Um, he gets an exemption for the remainder of this year on the PGA Tour plus two more. So that's the that's the great thing about winning early on the PGA Tour mm. in any given year. You get actually three years and not just the two years that uh, normally comes with a win um, when you uh, when you win early on the PGA Tour. But then also, you know, he gets the opportunity to play in the majors. Um, all he has to do is play decent. For the next uh, a couple of you know signature events, and then he's going to be in the Open Championship. Um, plus, you know, have a chance to get into the World Golf Championships at the end, or not World Golf Championships, but the Tour Championship at the end of the year. And it's 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 just if he went back to his team and he said, "Hey guys, man, 
This is going to be crazy. I'll guarantee you every one of them said, go, 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 yeah, go, 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 go. This is what you want. This is what you've been working for, you know? And, uh, yeah, he did. When you've won the major leagues, what does it do you to go back to the minor leagues and prove anything? Yeah. Like, let's say yeah. he went back and he won the next college event. What, what would that even so, mean? He, yeah. Well, of course, you should win the college event. You just beat all the best players in the world on the PGA right. Tour. So, yeah, at some point in time, you got to make that jump, and he did. So there was a tweet, Doug Ferguson, who I uh, really respect. He's a longtime AP writer. He sent out a tweet, and he was talking about the PGA Tour's uh, announcement that they put out that's, that listed Dunlap as the first player since Tiger Woods to win on tour as the reigning U.S. amateur champion. And he was being kind of cheeky about it. I know, Doug, he's having some fun with this. Yeah. But he said, you know, it wasn't about that. It was about him being the first amateur since Phil to win on the PGA Tour. But there was no mention of Phil, and he was saying that was kind of petty. <laughs> okay, I, I, I get what he – he yeah. was taking the angle that the PGA Tour refused to acknowledge something that Phil had done, given the fact that he's in direct competition with the PGA Tour now over to live. So I just threw out there – and I'm throwing it out to you, Bob. Mm -hmm. If you had the opportunity to align yourself with the careers of Tiger Woods or Phil Mickelson, which one would you choose? Uh, it'd, it'd be Tiger Woods all the way along. It's and I understand what Doug's saying, but it's it's more of it's an accomplishment of the best golfer that we've ever seen in our time, in our generation, and. 82 wins, um, 15 major championships, all that type of thing. And uh, I would much rather be aligned with Tiger Woods. Yeah. Yeah. There's no question. I mean, that's. Yep. yep. It's. <laughs> if you could compare yourself to anybody, you want to compare yourself to the best. There's a reason that Tiger Woods compared himself to Jack Nicholas with his goals and as he went along his accomplishments on right. the PGA Tour. Nothing against Tom Watson. You know, nothing against Raymond Floyd or Johnny Miller or your dad or anything like that. No. But if yeah. you're a, if you're set out to and your aim is to be the best, then you compare yourself to the best. Right. And Jack was the best. And then yep. Tiger chased him. And yep. and he passed Jack in the win category. Right now he's three shy of him in the major category, right? Yeah. So yeah. Again, nothing wrong with being the first, and I'm, I, I'm not afraid to admit it. It's pretty awesome what Phil did winning a PGA Tour event as a college player, as an amateur. There's nothing, there's no shame in that, and I hopefully mm -hmm. we're starting to get past the pettiness of what happened with, with the live golf thing, and we can all come together, one love, you know, we can all have love for, for each other on the, on the two different circuits, but it is a major accomplishment to be the first since Tiger Woods to do anything, given the success Tiger had in his career. Yeah, you know, and you look at that list of players or amateurs that have won on the PGA Tour. The first one that I remember, but I know a lot of these older guys. The first one I remember was Scott for Plank. You know, in 1985, he won at that time. It was the Western Open, which is now the or was the BMW Championship. Then Phil came along in 1991 and won the Tucson uh, Northern Telecom open which is in tucson or was in tucson and then nick dunlap comes along 32 years later and wins the american express there in palm springs it's 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 amazing to see the caliber of players that are coming out also it's amazing to see that that guys that are not on the radar um prior to 
and and were great college golfers like Jordan Spieth and Scotty Scheffler and now Nick Dunlap, they come out and boom, they become winners and it sets their career um, and opens up that window for them to go and go on in the on the PGA Tour and and hopefully achieve great things. Well, let me ask you this: He's is this is Nick Dunlap the most? decorated amateur now to come out on the PGA tour since Ryan Moore. Remember well, Ryan, Ryan Moore? Had, yeah. He, yeah. He, he won, he won the pub Western amateur, us amateur pub links, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I would think he would be the next one. And I think he but won what, the NCAA, right? right? Yes, he did win the NCAA. So well. he had all that same promise. Now I'm not saying, yeah. uh, look, Ryan Moore's career probably didn't turn out the way we thought it would at the time. And right. I'd hope that's not the case for, for, for Nick, but I'm just saying there's, it it doesn't guarantee automatic success, but it doesn't take away from what he what he did, which is amazing. No, not at all. Yeah. Hey, we got to kind of take a short break. When we come back, America's favorite caddy and friend, uh, stop by for the caddy segment next. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 
That's 800-278-1738. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. It's Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, and it's time for America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Oh, yeah, the caddy joins us each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio, and you just never quite know where you'll find him. Although, being the West Coast swing, it's most likely running around to one of the future tour stops coming up in the next couple of weeks. Caddy, welcome to the show. How are you? Well, I'm suffering again this week. Um, I've left San Diego, now I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona. Mm. Mm, Yeah, it's brutal here today. It's about 72 degrees, blowing about five miles an hour, maybe. Not a cloud in the sky. Yeah. Kind of very similar to It'll Palm work. Springs, it sounds like. It is. It's Palm Springs-like. Yeah. Can't complain. So, when, Caddy, when are you heading up to our favorite spot, yours and mine? Yeah, or like it's not everybody's favorite spot. Well, are, are you – well – I'm I'm getting confused here because I mean, Pebble. Look, the first thing that went the first, well yeah I know you're talking Pebble but I'm thinking like I've already done all the work at Black Desert what do you mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, well done, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Popped into my head right away. No, but actually I'm not I'm not visiting Pebble. Uh, uh, one of my one of my compatriots uh, was up there last week doing all the work mm. there, so that's all done okay. in the can, ready to go. Wow. Yeah. You know, you've been around when you send somebody else to do Pebble. And then he's also been sent to Puerto Vallada, where he is right now. now that, 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 that's I a crying shame. Wait a second. Time. I have a friend here who can pronounce this. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, by the way, we have a special uh, guest unbeknownst to, uh, on the show right now. Okay. To be, uh, he's, he's volunteered to help me do my work here at TPC Scottsdale very generously. And so I'm going to buy him lunch. So that's the deal. That's, um, that's our currency with you. So I guess yeah. you're just passing exactly. that along. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's Meals. How this gets, you know, I, we'll work for food. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with so, that. But just to jump right in, let me introduce the, the, now, do we need to, should we stay anonymous and confidential on the names here? Uh, what do you, do you It's, care? it's do you, up to your guess. You to, does does he up, have a nickname, so, Caddy? He has several nicknames mm-hmm. like Nacho, Dorito, <laughs> uh, deep, dish. deep Dish. Well, he used to manage the Pizza Hut, so Deep Dish was one of the first nicknames wow, he had. Perfect. Deep Dish. Yeah. Okay, but so his name is Deep time, Dish for the show. Deep dish. We're so let's just call it like deep throat, right? Deep dish. <laughs> deep dish. So anyway, 
all the presidents met. So we've got basically he's caddied on the tour for what twenty years or something, mm-hmm. and um, but he has one of my favorite all time. You know how we talk about the gallery ropes are the zone of temporary insanity, right? right. We we talk yep. about. So this is one of my favorite zone of temporary insanity caddy stories, player stories. I'll set it up real quick and then I'll let Todd take it from there. This happened at TPC River Highlands on the 17th hole. Now, what you need to know about the 17th hole, it sits low, kind of like it's an amphitheater. And there is the sec within just 100 yards or 200 yards of this area on the 17th fairway, there is the drivable 15th green, the 16th tee, the 15th tee behind you where you just sit your tee shot from, the the first green, the second tee, and the 18th tee, all within about a 200, 300-yard radius. So think about that. And it sits low, so it's like being in an amphitheater. So anything you say can be heard better by all these areas. Think about that. That's a lot of action, right? So that's the physical situation. Now I'll let Todd take it from there. <laughs> Todd being well, deep dish, of we, course. Yeah. Deep dish, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we had been uh, in a stretch on the PGA Tour where things weren't going very well, and people must realize that uh, it's not all roses and uh, honey out there all the time. There's some lows and highs on the PGA tour. And we were in a low area for several weeks. And this was Friday. This story took place on Friday of Hartford, um, of the travelers. And we were playing in the morning round and it was clear. We were, we're going to miss the cut. We're missing the cut by miles. Things are not going well still. And he had hit his second shot on 17 and just, kind of in the middle of the green, nothing special and hands me the club and we're walking down the fairway and I'm about a pace or two behind him and he starts mumbling and moaning and he says, well, not going to be too much longer now. Not going to have to wait for this to happen much longer. And he says, he screams out as loud as you can imagine and he throws his hands up in the air and he waves them and he says, goodbye, PGA Tour, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody can hear him. I mean, I mean, he's just screaming it as loud as you can. And I'm trying to do the best I can not to laugh out loud because, you know, he doesn't want to hear his caddy laughing at him when he's in the, you know, feels like he's in the lowest pit bottom of uh, what's going on in his career right at that moment. And I'll, I'll just finish it off by saying that we ended up finishing 84th on the FedEx Cup list that year. So it was not the end for him. <laughs> and uh, it was not a goodbye to the PGA Tour for him. But in the moment, he sure felt like it. Oh, that's awesome. That's classic. That is classic. He, that is the zone of temporary insanity. His, so his player has so many great lines like that. And they're all self-directed. They're never directed out at anybody. Never at the caddy. Never at another. Never a marshal. It's all internally self-directed talk. It's so good that there are players on the tour 
who will get paired with his player and come over to Deep Dish and go, hey, we got you this week. I can't wait. I can't wait to play. I can't wait. It's like it's like playing with Terrell Hatton in a different way, right? So, yeah, the interesting thing is it's a lot of the players that also um, are excitable and get uh, very angry and animated on the golf course themselves. They like to see someone else kind of going through the same thing. And, uh, you know, misery loves company, I guess. Uh, yep. Tremendous. So one of yep. the most famous ones was prior to me being on the bag. It was the caddy prior to me where one day just out of, you know, a, a fit of misery and bad shots and whatever was going on that he wasn't happy with. He goes up to his caddy and he puts his hands out and he says, just cut off my hands so I don't have to play this game anymore. Just cut them oh, off. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard that one. Oh. <laughs> Just cut them off. That one is the most famous one of oh, all the stories goodness. about this particular player, yes. I oh, like the one. Correct me, correct me if I'm wrong here, but he hits his second shot on the first hole. Oh, you tell it. You tell it. Well, no, you're headed down the right path. Go ahead. Second shot, first hole of the event. Pulls it left, slams the club in the bag and goes, wait a minute, the cut. (laughs) 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 Shot of the tournament. Wait a minute, the cut. (laughs) Did not miss the cut. Wow. Just tremendous. Oh, so good. Oh, my goodness. The zone of temporary insanity. It's hey, guys, I want to ask you both, you know, something big just happened this last week when uh, Dunlap, as an amateur, hadn't been done yeah. since Phil, you know, 32 years ago. But Dunlap wins last week and is presented with this decision. He's going to go back to school like Phil did, or is he going to play? And he's come out and said that he's going to play. Your thoughts about his play and uh, and his choice or what his options were in the choice that he made? Well, when you done lap the field like that, you got to turn pro and go right to that signature event to start your career. I mean, come on. This is the biggest no-brainer since buying Bitcoin when it first came out. I mean, let's go. Uh, you you got to turn pro. You've got to do it. you you got to go. He's got a three-year exemption. Yeah, it's the rest crazy. of this year and two more, right? Yeah, and he's in all the signature events. I mean... He's guaranteed to make a couple hundred grand in the SIGs, right? I mean, something like that, or roughly. He's going to, oh, goodness. I can promise you that no caddies were trying to jump on that bag. <laughs> right. No, no. <laughs> yeah, it was a goal. He called it a golden ticket. It was definitely a golden ticket. It was a no-brainer. We talked about this on the show. But um, he, I do like, I guess it's endearing to hear that he went back and talked to his coach and his parents and his teammates and, and, and called it the, the hardest, easiest decision he's ever had to make in his life, you know, giving that all up. I, I guess that it's endearing, but there was never a way you could not take that, right? I mean, when you're in all the majors, now he's got to qualify for the Open. But, but if he keeps, all he has to do is have one good event, he'll jump from 68 where he is in the world now inside the top 50, and he's in the Open anyway. But he gets in the PGA, he's in the Masters in the U.S. Open already. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's that, that, that's a no-brainer. So the Masters changed their exemption rule, right? Since he had won the U.S. Amateur and got him in the Masters, he, 
he can turn pro and still play in the Masters, no, right? No, so so he actually no. got a double exemption. Oh. So his exemption as the reigning U.S. Amateur champ was negated once he gave that back as soon as he turned pro. Right, right. But they handed him another one as a winner this year he, on the PGA Tour. Won. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But but so he he loses his U.S. Open exemption because he's turned pro. He does not. The U.S. Open is the only one that allows you, even as the oh. reigning amateur, to turn pro and still get your exemption. Yep. I got you. You said the Open Championship. I got lost there. I got yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. So he's and he gets everything in the PGA the Championship right because of his win and also his world ranking, too. Yep. Valhalla. So he basically swapped his automatic exemption from the Open to the PGA. Added the yeah, signature events, everything else that comes along with it. So here's what I was going to ask you, both as caddies. This is I, I saw some uh, banter back and forth from some of our friends over at the BBC online they were on a podcast that they did they were talking about whether at this point in time starting today would you would you bet on rory's career going forward or dunlap's career going forward and they kind of had this interesting debate right and i said well this is an easy answer which bag would you take if you were going to caddy right now whose bag would you pick up rory's or dunlap's so i'll ask you guys if you had your choice right now either one they're yours you taking rory you taking dunlap right now I'm taking Rory because he's proven that he can do it. I mean, Dunlap won, yes, but he's still got a long road in, in front of him to to prove himself and get all that experience under his belt that Rory already has. Yeah, 100%. Caddy, Caddy. what do you think? Uh, I'm going with Rory McElroy. Yeah. Mm, okay. Give me that you bag, be- Harry. You know, the the interesting thing about that is the last person to win the junior and the U.S. amateur, Tiger Woods, and here you got, he comes off a U.S. junior and a U.S. amateur. Now he wins an event like Phil Mickelson. I mean, the sky's the limit for him if he continues to work hard and learn and... Yes, and yet, Bob... You just heard yeah. the stories yes. of Deep Dish's player hitting, <laughs> calling it a miscut on the second shot. So, so much can happen, right? The windows, we always Absolutely. talk about windows. And I think you're 100%. If you're going to decide between a proven guy and Rory McIlroy or the promise of a young player, which, I again, I'm not. this is not to take anything away from Nick Dunlap. I mean, the guy's, what he did was phenomenal, and his future looks bright. But if I'm in either of their caddy's shoes, and just like they said, Pick up Rory's bag and go. Let's go. If I'm offered either one of those bags, I'm taking <laughs> either one of those bags. I will tell you that. Much. Well, okay, Gold, that's my ticket. point. Yeah, you'll take either one. <clears throat> yeah, no doubt Absolutely. about it. No doubt. Nick Dun- Nick Dunlap seems to have the right head on his shoulders from yeah. the few interviews I've watched and the way he handled himself on the course. Um, I mean, I, I. I think the world of him, and he's he's uh, he's going to have to prove that to be wrong to me. He really looks like the real deal. Um, yeah, it, it was it was awfully impressive. So hopefully, uh, hey, look, um, it's like when we talk about the attrition to the live. Well, here comes Nick Dunlap, right? Yeah, the tour just built these guys. It's like they got a machine that just pumps these guys out every year, and now you got a new crop of guys you want to watch so yep are you going to change the subject bob 
Yeah, I was just okay. Hang on. Okay, I'm going to let Go you ahead. ask that question, but real quick, Caddy, because I wanted to and, and uh, deep dish your thoughts. So, isn't this what we love about the PGA Tour? To me, this is the stuff. Right, a guy mm-hmm. can get hot any particular week and change his life, regardless of his resume. The what Live offers and the guaranteed contract that takes that away. So, having just a superstar league with guaranteed money and really nothing on the line that changes anything to me, that's what has always been appealing about golf. Is this marriage? Autocracy, where even a guy that's 20 years old, not even on the tour, gets hot, he wins, boom, there it is for you. And that's why I like to watch golf, professional golf. And so one of the when you when you start comparing the two leagues and and what's going on, this is the reason, at least, at least for me, that I side with what the PGA Tour is doing. Curious your thoughts on as it relates to that. I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, I think if you look at other stories in somewhat similar vein, like uh, I believe. His name is Michael Block. Yeah. That was uh, that that did as well as he did, and now he's he's getting in a whole bunch of uh, PGA Tour events regularly. That's that's a story that people can get behind. Uh, you know, sort of sort of the the common man doing well and and getting some status on the PGA Tour, getting a little slice of heaven that all golfers would love to have and cherish. Um, that's definitely what the PGA Tour offers. Um, that it doesn't seem like you have that same type of situation on the live. You also have situations like somebody Monday qualifying and, and changing yep. their life that way as well on the PGA tour that yep. I don't, to the best of my knowledge, I don't think you have that on the live tour either. No, no. Okay, guys, another rumor came out this week. AK is coming back. Anthony Kim thoughts about that. First, I, I hadn't heard anything about that. Mm. Well, I think it's, I think it'd be great. Um, he had, I think he had an injury insurance policy that was basically what was going on for the last 10 years or more. I guess maybe that's time's up for that or whatever. He's 38 years old, I think. Um, yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't know if we have time for this, but my AK story is kind of cool. We, when I was working for my player, we we're practicing in Palm Springs and these two kids come up and they're kind of a little roly poly and, you know, look like they're middle teenagers, whatever. And really nice. And the one kid says, Hey, Mr. So-and-so, could you mind if I watch you hit a few balls? And so my player just hands him his seven iron goes, why don't you hit one? Let me see what you got. And so he hands it to the one kid and the kid makes two swings and it's the purest thing you've ever seen. I'm like, wow. So I looked right at this kid and I said, I said, hey, we're going to go play the back nine. Let's go. And so I hop in his golf cart, and we're playing the back nine, and we get – it's on the Palmer course, and we get to – I think it's the 13th hole. It's a par five back then that you'd never see anybody go for and two. And he, he rifles the drive down there, and he hits a three iron on the green, and he walks back to the cart. And I said, I said, do you have any idea how good you are? And he says, well, he goes, I'm the number one ranked junior in the country. <laughs> And I said, you're a top 10 player on the tour right now. And he smiles. And he had a personalized golf cart, by the way. And his name was on the front of it. And it was Anthony Kim. And that's the first time I'd ever heard of Anthony Kim. Wow. But I was so impressed. He's 16 years old. Did he have a belt buckle back then? 16? Was he rocking the belt buckle? (laughs) He was not rocking Mm. the belt buckle, but I I would have remembered that. So four years later, I'm on the range at the Texas Open. And... I get a tap on my shoulder. It's Wednesday. We're hitting balls and tap on my shoulder. And I turn and it's Anthony Kim. But 
he's gone from being a little bit roly poly to just being in great lean ripped shape. And I haven't seen him since he was 16 years old. And I knew he was playing at Oklahoma. And I said, Hey, what's up? He goes, I go, what are you doing? And he goes, Oh, he goes, I turned pro. This is my first event. I got an exemption in here. And I said, Oh, congratulations. So my player turns around and looks at him and goes, what happened to you? And he goes, I went to college and stopped eating pizza. So anyway, his first event, his very first event as a pro, he loses in a playoff. He almost went to the Texas Open first, boom, right out of the bat. That, that Anthony Kim was so good. He was so good. I mean, we're talking definite potential number one, easy top ten without falling out of bed, world-class player. Awesome. That's, That's a great awesome. story. So hopefully he can come back and play. Yeah, well, that'd be fun. You know, it's a $10 million insurance policy, according to the Golf Digest report. And if I'm looking at that, I'm like, $10 million? That's like hardly anything in today's golf world, right, for a guy with that yeah. kind of talent. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if he actually does make a return. Caddies, I guess we'll say. Caddies, great to Caddies. Uh, deep dish. Thanks for your, your knowledge and your time and your insights, and great to have you on Real Golf Radio. Caddy, as always, it's a pleasure. We'll see you guys real soon. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks so much. You got it. There you go. That was the caddies. I'm going to throw in there. Yep. <laughs> Joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Hope you enjoyed that. Good stuff. We'll take a break. More of the show coming up next. The new AI Smoke Driver from Callaway doesn't just have one sweet spot. It has multiple sweet spots across the entire face. Intelligently mapped by AI using real swing data. Making AI Smoke an average of seven yards longer. So whether you hit one off the heel, toe, high, or low, there's a sweet spot there. You won't just be longer from one spot. You'll be sweeter from every spot. The new AI Smoke Drivers from Callaway. By now you've heard about Black Desert Resort in St. George. You've seen the picturesque photos of the Tom Weiskopf Design Championship Golf Course. You've heard that the PGA and LPGA Tours are coming to Black Desert. You've probably heard there's going to be a water park and other things. You've heard right. But did you know that you can own a piece of Black Desert Resort? Go to blackdesertresort.com and sign up to learn about exclusive real estate opportunities available right now. The interest and demand has been enormous, and Phase 1 is nearly sold out. As an owner, you'll enjoy discounted and priority tea times, discounts on spa treatments, dining, shopping, and more. And when you're not staying at Black Desert, you can put your unit in the resort rental program, which will provide rental income for you. Year-round family fun awaits at Black Desert Resort. Don't miss out. Sign up today to learn more at blackdesertresort.com. That's blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort, unlike anything you've experienced before. To beat the best, or to beat your best, it takes a standard most aren't used to. Like perfecting our seamless aero design for ultra-consistent flight, innovating new processes to create a hyper-fast soft core, using advanced materials to make a ball feel like nothing before. When your standards for performance are high, play the ball that sets them even higher. Introducing Chrome Tour, the new gold standard. This is the new AI-1, the most intelligent putter ever created. Its AI-designed insert doesn't just feel a little better or roll a little better. It gets you up to 21% closer to the hole on off-center hits. The performance gains of AI-1 are so dramatic, 
Not playing it will leave you lagging behind. Putt smarter with the new AI-1 putters from Odyssey, the number one putter on tour. To Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So we've talked a lot, obviously, about Nick Dunlap and his historic win. Uh, you heard from the caddy there. And that that's the one thing that kind of jumped out at me. It was such a compelling story. And it was compelling because here was a guy that could basically write his own dream. Yeah. He didn't have to apply. He didn't have to get accepted all he had to do was win and he did and now he's i mean the sky's the limit for him right i love that right. to me that's the essence and we've had this conversation so many times over the last couple of years as we've discussed the difference between live and the pga tour and yep. what's better what's not what do you like what do you don't and one of the things that i think is important to me with watching professional golf is the meritocracy uh it's the regardless of your resume Look, you could be, we've compared him to Tiger and Phil. You can be Tiger and Phil, but if you don't play well, you miss the cut, you're going home without a check. Right. Or you could be a 20-year-old sophomore from Alabama, and if you win, all of this is laid out for you, right? Change your life. And and I love yeah. that about golf. I, I think that's what sets our sport up, apart from every other sport out there. Well, and you think about it, the PGA Tour has totally changed, and I totally understand Phil Mickelson's um, choice when he was a senior or going to be a senior in college. He had one year left. Um, he's This kid's got three, two and a half to three left. And the um, opportunities for him were such that all of his events, you know, he's going to be playing in all the signature events. He's going to be playing in three out of the four majors right now. And probably, probably get all into of them. the fourth one. Yep. All of them, Yeah. Uh, a chance to get into the tour championship in the playoffs at the end of the year. Um, it's the sky is unlimited for him right now. And when you think about those signature events, 70, 80 players, no cuts, um, guaranteed money every week, it's going to be crazy. Then with all of his endorsements, um, everything that comes along with that win and the history that it created. It's, uh, yeah. It's they opened crazy. up the door to the golden train, and all you had yep. to do was step aboard. And yep. there's, you know, right. he did the right thing. There's no question about it. But And it was all because of his work and what he's been able to do and play his way into the position that he's at right now. All right, let's uh, shift gears just a little bit because we haven't had a chance to talk about the rumors. Well, let's call it, at this point, it's not rumors, it's reports. Dylan Deathier from Golf um, he said, breaking, Anthony Kim is planning a comeback to pro golf. After a decade away, Kim is in talks with the PGA Tour and with Liv about his return. He was 26 in his last pro event. He's 38 now, but thinks his game is ready. So when you kind of break it down, there's some interesting things. First of all, Anthony Kim was super successful. You know, yeah. at, at 20, you know, he came out on the PGA Tour and took it by. So he won his first event. He... Um, won uh, a couple of events in one year. And then yep. he had some, and, and he was a Ryder Cup star. 
He was President's Cup star. That was at Valhalla, the Ryder Cup. It was, yeah. I mean, he yep. he was just, he was it. And he became super popular. He wore the big uh, blingy belt buckles and all that kind of stuff AK. back in the day. Yep, yep. And then he had some injuries and I think battled some demons mm-hmm. and uh, and ended up with doing some withdrawals and then just bailed. And that's what made yeah. it interesting is he, he almost disappeared like Barry Sanders did. Felt like he was still at the top of his game and then he was just gone. Yeah. And that's unusual, obviously, especially in a sport like golf where you can play into your 50s. So uh, the word was is that he had this insurance policy that if he never played golf again, he got $10 million. Well, yeah. 12 years ago, that was probably something that you didn't want to mess with. Today, it sounds to me like Greg Norman, from according to the report, called him up and said, we'll cover the $10 million, come play for live. The PGA yeah. Tour obviously wants him to come back and play on the PGA Tour where he could as a past champion. So it, it is an interesting thing. What's your thoughts on when you hear that he might be making a comeback 12 years after his last competitive round? Well, we, you, you know, we've heard all the reports of Anthony Kim sightings and that kind of thing. But basically, he was a ghost and went into oblivion where not a lot of people saw him. And then he, then they'd see him on a, on a practice range or a driving range and he'd be hitting balls and stuff like that and saying, saying, I'm getting close. I want to get back out there. And then boom, gone again. But here's a kid that turned professional in 2006, joined the PGA tour in 2007 European tour in 2009. He won four times uh, on the PGA tour. Like you said, he played Ryder cup um, and uh, excuse me, three times. Um, he finished third at the 2010 Masters. He also finished 16th at the U.S. Open and fifth or tied for fifth at the Open Championship. So this is a kid that's a world beater, uh, and he was a world beater. But because of circumstances, maybe some of them his own doing, um, he stepped away from the game when he was young and was really had an opportunity to make some big strides. Uh, it would be really, really cool to see him come back if he is ready and can compete and do what he used to do. Yeah, it, again, I'll go back to this insurance policy. $10 million isn't what it used to be. No. And if his game is anywhere near what it was, and you heard the caddy tell his story a little bit about him, yep. right, and how good that swing yep. was, you'd feel like you're okay to be able to come back and still make yep. those payments back if you end up having to repay your insurance or whatever happens yep. to be. So anyway, reports are out there. What do you think? Anthony Kim may be coming back to the PGA Tour. We'll take a short break. We'll wrap up the show next. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. 800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. 
How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back, and thanks for joining us here on this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. Here's what you missed if you want to check out it. Uh, Real Golf Radio podcast edition. We had a chance to, in hour number one, talk with uh, Jeff Babineau and Ryan Karcher, both through the PGA Merchandise Show. Ryan is a, a PGA professional and director of golf development for Reef Capital Partners. Babs, of course, covering the PGA for the PGA of America and uh, writing lots of cool stuff. So we talked about the business of golf, what was new, what was exciting in hour number one. And hour number two, welcome to America's favorite caddy and friend, Deep Dish. Another caddy. <laughs> and had a fun 20-plus minute conversation with those boys. So uh, you can check that out as well. And then, of course, got uh, into the big historic win by Nick Dunlap, first amateur to win on the PGA Tour yep. since Phil back in 91. Uh, we talked about Anthony Kim there just briefly. Failed to mention, but congratulations, Rory McIlroy, Arnold Palmer Award recipient, which is super cool. And uh, and he just came off his fourth win in Dubai, too. So his fourth time he's won in Dubai? That event. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, nobody's ever done that before. Wow, that's pretty cool. Hey, coming up next week, we have more PGA Merchandise Show 
uh, layover, if you will. We're going to continue yeah. to talk about some product. Tyler Staniford is going to join us to talk about uh, speed and grip pressure and grip size and why that matters. Also, Sean Toulon will join us uh, for a little putter conversation. So excited for that coming up next week. Hey, look forward to this weekend. PGA Tour Farmers Insurance Open wrapping up later today. It's a Saturday finish to make way for football. Nellie Corda looking for her ninth win on the LPGA Tour. She has a two-shot lead in Bradenton, Florida. Thanks to Dave Glauser, who's our producer extraordinaire for Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. Again, thanks for listening at Real Golf on X. Find us where your favorite podcasts are found, and we'll see you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, sports fans. This is Andy Dorf. Check out my show, Dorf on Sports, Byline Sunday, each and every Sunday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time on Dorf on Sports, on the Sports Byline USA radio network and sportsbyline.com. I'm Ron Barr, and for more than 20 years, I've talked with the greatest names in sports. So join me weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific to hear your favorites on Sports Byline USA.